Yeah, yeah, 360, yeah, I'm like, like round and round and round we go, and where we stop, I'm like, nobody knows, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, we give you what you want, we give you what you need, 360 degrees, 360 degrees, we tell you you want we give you what you need and welcome to another episode of 360 degrees Odie what you got <laughs> oh okay good morning everybody I feel chivalry I was just uh, talking to you guys you know we have our offline conversations about what the show is gonna look like and uh, a lot of us were basically probably tricked out so or try to, you know, keep things upbeat. Thanksgiving's coming up. Um, are you guys going anywhere for the holiday? I never traveled during the holidays if I could help it. Because one time I tried to, when I used to live in uh, Maryland, I would take the bus home on a regular basis. It's four hours flat from Union Station mm-hmm. to, uh, to New York. And uh, mm-hmm. when I did it for Thanksgiving, the day before, it was uh, almost nine hours. I think I was just so long. I think I have a Philly driver's license. So it was just like, I'm not doing that again. <laughs> and my job has very stringent productivity requirements. Uh, I guess they don't believe in vacations because even though they're not saying you can't work on Thanksgiving or work, whatever, da, 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 it's pretty sure that you better make sure you're getting your 100% productivity. And because I'm the team lead, I really got to make sure my shit's on point until I transition to that next phase. So it looks like I'll be in the Raleigh-Durham area. Until I figure out a game plan regarding transitioning to another job, which is going to take more mm. than my powers. Okay, what about you, Mercedes? I do not celebrate Thanksgiving nor Christmas. So, no. Okay. Well, my my kids will be on their dad's celebrate, but I, I don't. So, no. But the baby okay, so you're kidding. Yeah. 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 That's they'll, fair. They'll be. They'll be with they'll be with Daddy and him and his family are doing something, but um, uh, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, I think it's like him, his girlfriend, and her kids and their and our kids are doing something. I don't know what it is, but um, nope. Um, I'll be working, <laughs> and um, we have a couple of coming up um, Thanksgiving weekend in Greenville. Um, I got a spade tournament coming up at uh. Club Epic. Then I have like two other events that weekend, so I'll be working my regular job and that job. So I'm, I'm not even gonna really have a break. Okay. Yeah, okay. Well, I will not be traveling. Weekend, even though we don't celebrate that <laughs> ratchet ass holiday. I mean, who are we really yeah. thanking? Hey, where the where the where the pilgrims and where are your friends? <laughs> <laughs> I am so thankful for the food I'm about to receive. I am thankful for these good ass Black Friday small business deals on Saturday, Cyber Monday. Uh-huh. I'm thankful. Like, don't judge me. 
All I'm no. saying is, uh, <laughs> yeah, you are going to be going in and partaking that. Oh God! I, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> Your cards back. <laughs> right, welcome back. Three months. Hey. I get this. See, look, this little Thanksgiving has already moved him to come join the show. See, I'm thankful. I'm thankful. So, um, he must be in our time zone, not, not in yesterday's time zone. <laughs> Nature was here. We have, like, you know, a whole throwback episode, but um, it's all right. So, the only thing, the only reason I'm leading into this question with talk about Thanksgiving is because everybody likes to eat. Like, regardless of what. You know, if you start on celebration, it really is a bullshit ass holiday the concern. Um one post I've always seen online and it's always a hot button topic when I look at the comments. Um is if you know those posts where it's like if one thing gotta go, which one is it? And so well, I'm gonna pose this question to you guys to see where your heads are at. So um the one thing the things we're gonna put on the list are Macaroni and cheese, uh, sweet potato pie, pumpkin pie, and turkey. One thing has got to go. Pumpkin pie for me. Hmm. Why is that? Pumpkin pie. Pumpkin pie. That's a white people thing. Yeah. Pumpkin pumpkin pie. pie. The winter. I'm gonna say good, man. Pumpkin. Pumpkin pie is good. It's brain food. You know what? I, I, I see I, both of them. Where, like, wherever I go to eat, I usually see both pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie. And actually, I see more sweet potato pie than pumpkin pie, but I do see a lot of pumpkin pie. I wouldn't call it a, a white right. thing. I see a lot of sweet potato pie. I ain't never seen that shit in Mississippi. I ain't never seen that shit in Florida. I ain't never seen that shit in Well, being from South Carolina, I think pumpkin pie see it often. But I will say, as big as my family is, I have never seen it at our dinner table except one time my aunt brought one. But other than that, we would have like 32 potato pies across the board. There's nobody eats that crap. It doesn't taste that good and it's just disgusting. It and tastes now, like wax. 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 It, it does. It, it, it tastes like spiced wax. It's disgusting. It's so, oh my god! I I love the spice though. That's what me. Okay, so I've I've really thought about this shit. If one thing has to go for me, I will be totally content with letting turkey go. But if you must have a meat, I'll keep turkey and get rid of sweet potato pie. And I'm gonna tell you why. No. Oh. No. We all know that I we're the, <laughs> the respecting for my grandmother, who's now deceased. She made the best sweet potatoes on earth and nobody could ever replicate it and nobody could compare nobody. and my women my, my, see, my wife my, my girlfriends after that who tried it they would be so hurt in their feelings that they could not ever measure up I can't eat this shit it don't taste like my grandma's so even though I don't really <laughs> eat this anymore yeah. it's You're just right you know it, it's still there you know what I'm saying in my mind hey, that the thing that rounds around that holiday. I'm, I'm, I'm laughing, Blue, because I feel that same way about my, my grandma, Hibbert, uh, God rest her soul, her, uh, her bread pudding. Like, I, I have the grandma Hibbert scale for bread pudding because, right. you know, yeah. of course, nothing even matches up, but some of close, but no. Now, my sister Felicia Rivers, I mean, not Felicia Rivers, that's my damn friend, Felicia Blue, <laughs> Henry, she, um, <laughs> 
she's I think she finally I had one of hers last year and you know what it's damn near close and maybe over time my tongue doesn't really remember what it remembers but I don't think that's the case but I know that if Martha Moody was with us today, boy, I'd be, I'd, I'd be in Charleston, regardless of the productivity. Right, right at the dinner table, even though I don't even really fuck with Thanksgiving like that, because those sweet potato pies was to die for, literally. They were that damn good. And I'm just tearing up right now, just thinking about how good they were. Gee whiz, they were good. <laughs> when y'all, okay, but let me ask you this. The stuff I love it, though. When y'all eat dinner, though, don't you have, like, sweet potato as a side? Like, so why are we eating sweet potato, like souffle or sweet potato as a side with the mac and cheese and all the other thick things and then having sweet potato pie? Like, that's what I'm saying. That, it's redundant. It's, it's, nope, it's that awesome. That's why it tastes that good. I'll eat it twice. And plus, candy yams <laughs> and sweet potato souffle, even though the taste is similar, it's a little bit different because they put more, like, sure. nutmeg and other things into the pie that they don't put into the souffle and the... um and the like actual candy yams. So no, it's not the same. And yes, I'll eat it twice. If, if you said no, I can eat the pie for breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack. I can have my wife. Snack. <laughs> I don't even care. To be honest, I don't even like candy yams, but I like sweet potato pie. Yep. Yeah, I don't think candy yams. Same. It's definitely not I don't the like, same. I don't like sweet potato souffle per se, but I love sweet potato pie. I don't like anything sweet potato except for sweet potato pie. There you go. <laughs> I, I'll eat it all. Sweet potato pie is awesome. So. <laughs> I love food anyway. And since I went vegetarian, it's kind of hard to really pick and choose. I'll eat baked sweet potatoes, whatever. Sweet potato fries, right. it's all good. I would love to be able to transition to being a vegan or vegetarian. But I, just, I like chicken way too much. I love shrimp way too much. I think I might like that. Was, that was my question. That's so perfect. So if, if you couldn't, like, for the rest of your life, if you had to be committed to one food, what would that food be? It'd have to be chicken for me because shrimp has way too much cholesterol. You said it would have to be what for you? Chicken for me because it's so it's so diversified. You can do so many things with it. And besides, shrimp has so much um, cholesterol and sodium and mercury that essentially kill me off. So you know, yeah. I'm with you with the chicken. That's like that. That's actually the reason I'll never be a vegetarian. Chicken. I'm with you on that. You could just do so many things to it. He says we eat chicken, right? Is that right? Chicken. No, uh, fish. No, no. As a vegetarian, I got down to fish and chicken. Those were like my last two things that I let go of, and um, only certain fish, though. But yeah, it was it was kind of hard to let go of the chicken and the fish. Um, I know a couple times I relapsed and I ate some chicken wings, but once you stop eating meat for so long, you go back to it. Mm-hmm. And it makes, it true. makes, yeah. Yeah. I did a 40 day fast once, um, through the help of, you know, listening to things Ricard was saying and what, um, Dr. Um, Alexander was saying. And mm-hmm. the first week or two, I was like, oh, I want to eat that, I want to eat that. 
but there were so many a lot of vegan restaurants here in the Durham area and the Chapel Hill area. So it was easy after a while to figure out where I could eat and where I could get the food from. Whole Foods really caters to that type of lifestyle. A little bit more expensive, but so much better for the palate. But when the 40-day fast was up, because, you know, I did Lent, it was just like, when I started eating meat again, she's right, I was sick on my stomach. I was like... Well, I'm not even going to get too descriptive, but those bowel movements were terrible. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it's terrible. Like, and, and it was just one day I ate like one chicken wing. These chicken wings, they looked so good, and I knew they were delicious because I eaten at the place before about a year before. And that one chicken wing just sent me straight to the bathroom. And I'm just like, there's no way. I've only been off meat for at this point, like at that point, like a year. But yeah, it will definitely. Uh, once you cleanse, you can't go back. Now, what about you? What about you? People, uh, I suspect that some people who claim to be vegan really aren't vegan because they're still fat or they're still looking like they're not healthy. So they're like, oh, I'm a vegan. But yet you want to drink beer, which I don't think is veganism. You want to drink these yeah. wines. And these, I see you in these restaurants uh, that are high. Well, Alan does. Well, Alan does. Dr. Alan does drink beer. Um, I think she, she. there's certain beers that she drinks, but she absolutely indulges. Um, I'm pretty her, sure she. I'm saying in general. <laughs> vegan is well, yeah. hard. She's very fit. I, I put it like this: When people think about, uh, I mean, if you compare people to animals, when people think vegan and vegetarian, they think like gazelles and stuff like that. Don't forget, hippopotamuses and elephants are herbivores too. <laughs> they don't cows eat cows are herbivores. Look how fat a yeah, cow is. Exactly. So and all they it, eat is grass. It, it all it all depends. You know, I, I can't really. People are like, oh, where am I get my protein? Hello, where do, where do these animals get the protein? Do the same thing as everyone, you know what I'm saying? We don't need meat. Meat is basically a primitive thing that we use when we were, I don't know, not us, because we weren't that, but when we were in caves and things like that, you know what I'm saying? Why do we still cater to that thousands and thousands of years later? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I, I was at like Burger so. King the other day Got sick on my stomach I was at Wendy a couple of days earlier Got sick on my stomach I said I can't eat a Burger King no more I can't eat a McDonald's no more I peeled the meat back just to look at it And felt the texture of it Wasn't eating the meat anyway What the hell are we doing? Well, I'll I put it like this. Uh, I get, like, like even this morning, I stopped at McDonald's and I had a like a, uh, well, like sausage egg and cheese or something like that, and a, and a drink, you know, for on the way to the supermarket. But if I have a McDonald's burger, like the actual hamburgers, yeah, it, it makes me yeah. sick. Like I can't do it. So sometimes I'll just forget, or I'll have one of my McRib amnesia things because McRib is back. But this time I like, oh, you ain't getting me this time. <laughs> Not this, not this year. Because when I was a kid, McRibs were delicious. It was like restaurant oh, yeah. quality, and now it's just like I, I, I'm hoping that the animal that they make the McRib from is extinct. Because it's not, it's not a pig. It's got to be something else. Because <laughs> now McRibs are terrible. It's like below free cafeteria quality. That's, you know? that's real talk. I remember when I was a kid. When I was a kid, Wendy's was like, oh, yay! You know, McDonald's and Burger King, yeah. But Wendy's, when we went to Wendy's, that was a special treat. Our mama tricked us. She, I think she kind of conditioned us to think Wendy's was like the hot shit. And like, we went to Wendy's, it was basically our version of Red Lobster. But now Wendy's is like that bullshit. Like, oh, they, they I, had a Wendy's by my, by my apartment when I lived near Rex Hospital. And I used to joke about like, you know what they make their burgers with? Sadness. 
just absolutely terrible. It wasn't what I remembered from back in New York. And their fries are bullshit. Their meat is bullshit. Their service is bullshit. Their tea is bullshit. I mean, the sad bullshit. part about it when, it, when it comes down to it, probably the closest thing you're going to get to real beef compared to McDonald's and all these other places. Yes. Now you are definitely telling the truth there. Yeah. Cookout food is real. Well, it's real. I don't want to. I don't want to get on Wendy's too bad because Wendy's has the most. Like I don't know who directs their social media, but their clapbacks are too real. So I don't <laughs> want them at the urban breakdown. So we'll leave Wendy's the fuck alone for right now. Um, but yeah, those, those are the only questions I have for you guys. I was just curious. We had kind of posed some of those questions to, to my kids at the teen center recently. Just one. God bless. So what was the consistency at the um, teen center? What was the thing they could get rid of? As far as, I was surprised. There were a lot of diverse answers. Um, of course, I threw in my chicken answer, but some kids said nachos. Some kids said uh, oranges. Some kids said, um, they gave fruit and vegetable answers a lot of the time. So I was really um, surprised and proud of, of them for giving those answers. I guess um, looking, I guess the ones who said like fries, burgers, shit like that. I, I guess the ones who said vegetables are looking at the long view. Like if I feed this for the rest of my life, right. let me eat something that's not right. going to kill me in a month. Like nachos, yeah. Sure. Uh, first of all, if you eat nachos all the time, you're never going to even make it to work. Because you're just going <laughs> to eat no restroom. Like and you for, almost be conditioned to smoke marijuana. It kind of goes hand in hand, right? <laughs> He's sitting on the couch like um, but, but. All right. Well, that concludes that perspective. And I think we're going to the 60-second format today because yeah, we're preparing for a lovely, lovely weekend of Glee. So, Mark, what you got? All right. I, I, I just want to talk about an interesting phenomenon in movies called... Uh, I'll put it like this. I, I own a movie called Death Proof. It had Kurt Russell... I saw it because Rosario Dawson's in it. You know how I feel about her. Mm-hmm. It's basically about a uh, a stuntman who kills people with his car. Right? I've seen that shit. I've seen that. And his, and his car is death-proof. And the funny part was when he killed, I think it was Rose McGowan, and he had her in, in the front seat. And um, he's like, hey, remember when I said that my car was death-proof? That just that just goes from my side. And <laughs> the chance on the brake, smashes her face on the dashboard. But, um... These DC movies right now are review proof. Okay? No matter how bad the reviews are, they're going to make their money. Put it like this, right? Man of Steel had a 55% score on Rotten Tomatoes. Domestic 291 million. Worldwide box office 668 million. Batman vs. Superman, 27% on Rotten Tomatoes. 330 million domestic, 873 million worldwide. Suicide Squad, 26% uh, Rotten Tomatoes score. 325 million domestic, 745 million worldwide. Wonder Woman, 92%. Domestic, 412 million, 821 million worldwide. All these numbers are pretty much the same, even though Wonder Woman had a much better score. It almost had a, Wonder Woman almost had a better score than the other three combined. Almost. Right? And yet, they all made seven, eight hundred million dollars. It's review proof. So people made a big deal of, of the fact that Justice League had a 39% score. 
No one gives a shit. They're going to go see it anyway. And it's still projected to do $130, $140 million over the weekend, despite the bats. Maybe because I think people want to verify that it's as terrible as everyone else is saying it is. So I, I, it's I like think that the helping them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. You know, and, and here's the thing. From, from the, the reviews I've seen, you know, they had, I mentioned before, Zack Snyder, his daughter committed suicide. So Joss Whedon came in and reshot a bunch of stuff. Somebody, and it's usually just the way that they cut the stuff. One of the reviewers said it's basically like the Joss Whedon stuff uh, put in. It's like you have a bowl of soup and then they sprinkle it with basketballs. (laughs) Like that's how, you know, that's how weird it is, you know. Now, I'm going to ask you guys a question. You know, I, I know there's a lot of series out there that just critics hate. And it doesn't matter. They make money like Transformers and stuff like that. Which movies do you guys think are? Oh, and actually, beforehand, I got Ricard here. Ricard, you saw Justice League, right? Yeah, yeah. I got a chance to go in and check it out. I mean, oh, it's pretty oh, so, good. So, so, so what'd you think about it? I mean, it's pretty good. It was definitely way better than the Batman versus Superman movie. It's a pretty long um, call, but go on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it wasn't it wasn't as appealing as, as the um what's that the Wonder Woman film? You know, mm-hmm. I, feel, I still feel like that was the best one. You know, next to Man of Steel. Um, I've seen it. I've seen it as well. I saw it Thursday night. I felt that. Um, I just feel like the, the chemistry, yeah, yeah the chemistry, yeah. the di- dynamic that they have with one another, it just doesn't mesh well, you know? Yeah. I, I made the comparison with um, Punisher joining the Avengers. You know, it's right. not going to be interesting. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's the same thing with Batman and Superman. It just doesn't mesh well. It was a, a awkward script. I think the, the villain chosen was just an odd, odd pick for that particular matchup for them to get together. They're getting together for this big world figure. And why is it always when superheroes get involved, the military and everybody else is back up like, oh, we ain't gonna touch that one. Oh, that's scary. Um, yeah, Stephen Wolf, he was an awful villain choice in my opinion. I you know, they really they could have did a way better choice in picking Flash. That guy is not Flash. I I, I read the comic book all through childhood. I did not see mm. Flash in him. That is must be a new universe Flash. I like him. I like him a lot. I just don't like him as a Flash. I think um, they didn't do a good job with Aquaman. I like the Aquaman actor. I just don't like him in that role. It just doesn't feel like the Aquaman I knew and grew up with, if that well, makes sense. I, I don't like the Aquaman actor. I think Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa has like the acting skills of a boiled pumpkin. Just like uh, he's, he's basically just like the off-color, uh, what's his name, Channing Tatum. Like they just, I'm just like, ugh. And then I heard he's gonna be, the, he, they're gonna, they're gonna reboot the Crow, and have Jason Momoa as a Crow. And I was just like, you've got to my leg. I'm deep to that role. It's like the skinny man role. Yeah. Right, right. He has to look all gothy and, you know, no. He's <laughs> just gonna CGI and make him skinnier. <laughs> I didn't know he was married to Lisa Bonet. They have like two kids together. Did not well, know that's what they did with um they CGI'd um Cavell's um mustache because they had to do the reshoot, but he was doing uh, Mission Impossible Six, so they had to CGI his mustache off because he was con- contractually obligated to keep it for the Mission Impossible film. It was wow. odd, odd. I did not know that. I did hear about that. 
And so bring in, bring in Superman. I ain't gonna. That's a spoiler. Never mind. Just some of the things. No, it's, it's not a spoiler. The that's that's the, the thing. Yeah. Superman coming back is not a spoiler because you know they they try to make it like, oh, will he come back? Of course he's gonna come back. He was in the goddamn he trailer talking about. They all knew Superman was coming it was back. Odd, it was an odd, odd script. And like Picard said, it was okay. I would say, yeah, I don't think it deserved 36, 39% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I couldn't give it more than a C minus. C. I, I would give it a C, maybe a C. I thought it was going to hit like 25%, and I would have been like, okay, because of the Joss Whedon reshoots. Because, you know, Joss Whedon's the guy who did the Avengers. Well, I figured with him. With the Avengers. Maybe he has some angst against working on DC. The Avengers is hot shit. I ain't never seen a bad no, Avengers. put it like this. If Joss Whedon had that script from start to finish and did the movie from start to finish, that's one thing. But he was working off of what Zack Snyder was doing. So there's all... Mm. I mean, you can't take a pile of shit and then just turn it into a, a chocolate sundae by just pouring sugar on it. You know what I mean? And, and he, oh, he if you're Wendy's to... or McDonald's or Burger King, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to test that theory. But, um... It, it, I think if, if Whedon had it from the start, it would have been a much better movie, much better script, you know, because Zack Snyder, it, it's, a, it's a popular criticism of him. He is big on the spectacle and just making things dark like he did with Watchmen in 300, right? But he's not good on stories and developing characters. That's the thing. I, I, I joked about Man of Steel. I said I enjoyed Man of Steel a lot until I thought about it. And when I thought about it, I was like, hey, you know, Superman sure did kill a lot of people in this movie. <laughs> you know, I was so caught up in the spectacle, I didn't realize, like, hey, why is Superman fighting Zod and Metropolis and got Metropolis looking like Mad Max times when they were done? Like, the real Superman would never have done that. So, I don't know. But what is out there, I'm just looking for Star Wars in a couple weeks and they oh. Yeah, that's that's gonna be that's gonna be big, you know. And uh, Mark Hamill was talking about slimming down to play Luke Skywalker again, and he was basically his diet was like anything that I enjoy eating, I just can't eat it. <laughs> you know, Mark Hamill's like sixty something years old, so getting slim at that age is not easy, you know. Right, but he did it. Mm-hmm. Doing it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um. So, you know, I watch these movies via um, moviepass.com. I pay $10 a month and can watch one movie per day for all 30 days, 31 days of the month. And I find it to be one of the best investments. Just watching a movie once out the whole month pays for itself since movies are typically $13.50 um, here at South Point Mall. I quick, quick question about that. Quick question about, about how that layout works. So, like, if you miss day one, is it 30 cumulatively? If you miss your one per day, that's it. No, no. It's, it's, I mean, it's, oftentimes I don't use it. But let's say this past week I might have used it four times. Then I don't use it again for another three weeks. It don't matter. You're still paying your $10. All they care about is the money. They're probably banking no, on you not to use it. No, that's not, that wasn't the question. The question, let's say you miss day one. And then day two comes, do you get to watch two on day two? No, no. One per day, period. Okay. Okay, I see. Okay. And one caveat. You cannot use your star your star thing. They won't let you use it anymore. I used to, I got so many points before they cut it off. They said, oh, if you use your movie pass, you can't use your star. Um, you know, your little gift card thing for um, AMC movies. I said, mm. shit, you got me. Ah, fuck you. 
I contemplated it because now there's actually for once there's more than one movie I want to see. I still need to go see Thor. Haven't seen that yet. I want to go see Murder. I want to see Murder on the Orient Express. I want to see that too. And then they have another one, uh, Three Billboards. That looks oh, funny. Oh, I want to see that. I had a free pass to see that and fucked it up. Yeah, I kept getting free passes to see that. I didn't see the trailer, but you, I didn't even see it. You're going to have to see it. I didn't like the photo. It's not more than two or three weeks. It's not, it's not going to ring like that. Yeah, it's not popular. You can tell because they were offering too many passes for it. Right. And I was like, oh, this is do well. I can tell. Doesn't mean that All it's right. bad, but right. it's not going to do well. And then you figure out, and then, uh, oh, and then, um, it's not out yet, but, um, what was it? Roman J. Israel Esquire. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I like that, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not I impressed. Mean, that's like, his best film. It's not going to be his most charged film, but it's been a while since I've seen a Denzel. I think I'm 100 and 100. I think I've seen every single Denzel film, except for maybe the early, early last years. Last year, Fences. You didn't see Fences last year? Who? Fences. No, I didn't see that shit. Oh my gosh, it was so good. What the hell? I'm going through some things internally. I just don't know if I can watch that right now. It's kind of losing my my dad's relationship. You know what I'm saying? I I I I like that. I'm working through it in therapy. I hope to watch it by Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, it's not a feel-good film. <laughs> and, and, uh, it's definitely not a feel-good film. Yeah, and, and I'm throwing one last question out there before I before I see before I uh, before someone has to reclaim their time. Maxine Waters. Uh, um, for uh, next week is Thanksgiving, of course, and then Black Friday. And I joked with one of my coworkers because he's talking about Black Friday, and I told her you spelled Cyber Monday wrong. <laughs> like I'm not going, and I live up the street from a mall. So that means I gotta get my groceries early that day before mm-hmm. the streets are clogged up. But do you guys do Black Friday or do you guys do Cyber Monday? Like what, I do what, both. You do both. What about you? Uh, I haven't heard from you in a bit, Mercedes. What do you do? Black Friday or Cyber Monday? Um, yeah, I definitely take advantage of these Thanksgiving deals, but I still over the holiday or not. Um, I do both because there are some things online that are like maybe even 10 or 15 dollars cheaper just because you buy it online i remember buying mm-hmm. a, uh with a samsung 4k tv last year and um in the store you know of course they're gonna make a bit crazy about it but on monday it was like 20 dollars cheaper i'm like so you guys are fighting over that tv in walmart and it's 20 dollars cheaper two and a half days later so <laughs> I just imagine that they're like we lost grandma samson and now right, the TV's right. $30 cheaper the next day. Grandma! Places, I got into a scuffle at Target the year before last behind a stupid-ass 4K TV. And just like she said, I'm pretty sure two days later, I probably could have got it for the same deal or even sweeter without all the hassle. With free I don't even like being with, around people like that. It with makes with free shipping. Yeah. With free shipping. Right, yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, so Ricard, what about you? I, I don't like people in crowds like that. So. Yeah. Ricard, what about you? Black Friday or Cyber Monday? Yeah, I feel the same way too. I mean, you could get you know better deals on Cyber Monday, but at the same time, you meet me and see things like when I go to the store, I know what it is that I want. Like this year, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm thinking about getting like a 4K television. 
Right. But at, at the same time, with the specs that I'm wanting, like I want an HDR10, you know, the, the, what the 2160 or above, you know, I want the, the you know, the, the stuff that I'll actually last you for a while. Right. So, what I'm looking for will probably be like 600 or better. <laughs> so I don't think I'll be able to go ahead and get a deal uh, during Black Friday. So more than likely, I'll probably do Cyber Monday. Yeah. The one thing I don't like about 4K TVs is that Netflix seems like it knows it's a 4K TV. Mm. So it downloads the higher quality version of it. And it's just killing my bullshit ass bandwidth that I now have with Spectrum bitch ass. Because at one point, when I was a Time Warner, I had 300 megabyte download. Now I have a 100 megabyte download. Mm. And there's multiple devices connected to that on router. I'm not frustrated with the Spectrum shit, man. I, I got lucky because, because I work from home, my job now supplements my cable. So they give me a voucher every month for 50 bucks off my cable, and it comes directly off my bill. You know, or else that, uh, I'd be in the same boat. I'd have to downgrade to 100. You know, because three hundred is a lot. You know, I mean, cost-wise. <laughs> so, but under Time Warner, it wasn't. In fact, I paid maybe five dollars less now than when I was with Time Warner, and I had three hundred megabytes with them. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's bullshit. But I am mad. I mean, I'm mad. Obviously, I'm mad. And we got, I got all the fiber connections in my in my house, and I'm still twiddling my thumb. Oh, not in your area yet? But damn, bitch, you put this in my house a fucking year ago. When the fuck is Google Fiber getting over here? Gee fucking whiz. They're know? probably just fighting through that red tape. Like I said, same, the- in the same price point, I get a thousand megabyte download, the same fucking channels, free DVR, which I don't even currently have and feel I don't need because I have on demand. Hello, what the fuck? <laughs> Who pays for a DVR when you have on demand? What the fuck are you thinking? That's probably why they give it to you for free because <laughs> no one's going to pay for it. But at sixteen ninety five or more with... um stupid ass spectrum. I was like, I don't need your fucking DVR. Everything that I'm a DVR, I get on demand, you stupid ass hoe. I hate the post. <laughs> so, so, I don't mean to interrupt, but uh, my back to the sweet potato pumpkin pie thing, I just got the funniest text message. My cousin um, <laughs> said he was bringing his, <laughs> his girlfriend to dinner and she's Caucasian. And he was like, um, he said, I'm nervous to bring her. I was like, why? He said, y'all use too much seasoning and you will not have pumpkin pie at dinner. So, that's, the whole pumpkin that's pie. funny. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's more seasoning. That is hilarious. That is the most racist. I said, <laughs> I, said, I said, you know what? Just for her, I'm going to buy her pumpkin pie. Yo, <laughs> yo. Okay. Uh, so, so Ricard and I met at, at Tom Warner Cable way back in the day, and I don't know if you remember Ricard, but they used to give out uh, pies every year. The it was apple, pumpkin, and sweet potato. Of course, the apples always went first, and then right after that was the sweet potato, and that's how I got turned on to pumpkin pie because they were always I always took too long to get one, so that, that's all up. Yeah, you kind of and so I was like. I really like the pumpkin though. Like ever since then, I was like, but I like pumpkin. <laughs> <laughs> I need to inspect your tongue next time I see you. GF and Wiz. Whatever. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but you're from another country. Oh, that might have something to do with that. You're from China. So y'all, y'all have different taste buds. Y'all eat different things anyway. 
Fuck you, but my dad's wife is American. My brother's American. I mean, it is what it is. I like I like pumpkin. You like you said you like that spice taste. Okay, so you like spice. Yeah, I like that spicy taste. Stuff. It's yeah. different. I can't stand that. See, I call it tangy. I don't like tangy like that. Yeah. Mm, right. I wouldn't call it tangy. Mercedes, what you got? Um, I really didn't have a um, a huge topic today, but I guess that kind of brought about one as far as like during the holiday season. Who, okay, of course, unfortunately, my grandmother just passed away. So um, dinner for Thanksgiving and Christmas has been different over the years. So she hasn't always been the one to cook. Who cooks the most during the holidays in your household? It was always my grandma or my mother and really no one else unless they brought like a side dish. But all the main courses mm-hmm. were always grandma and mom at my house. Yeah, my grandmother, my mom, my mom didn't have any sisters, so she didn't have no supplemental help. You know, the the uncles ain't doing shit, but might be bringing something or contribute monetarily. And now it's all on my mom and my sister, to be honest. Yeah. um, I mean, okay. No, occasionally every family has maybe their aunt that can cook really good. I had one, but she lives like, well, I have one, but she lives like in Georgia. So we don't see her all the time every holiday season. Um, so, yeah, it was, it, was, it was grandma and mama. But one thing I will say, as good as mama can cook, mama food never mirrored grandma fully. It was like 90%. But grandma probably had a habit of not using the most healthiest methods when she did her food. Yeah. Let me put some of this like every in generation. That's oh, cholesterol. I'm going to die. But my grandma <laughs> lived to be 83, so it, it didn't do her too bad. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, every generation like remixes and shit. Like, they was like, okay. And not to mention grandmas and aunties and them, they don't use measurements. So they pretty much, if your mom is watching your grandma put salt or sugar or whatever in the food, she might be like, mm, that's a little bit too much, but let me go ahead and try it this way, or I'm going to add sour cream, or I'm going to add milk, or less milk, or, you know, so it's never going to mirror it. They have the technique, they just don't necessarily have the same ingredients or the same honest. amount. And to be honest, maybe the ingredients aren't the same. Because I had a glass of milk the other day. Don't ask me why. And I remember, I said, this milk don't taste shit like how I did when I was a kid. I used to be Yo, on the milk. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't have to be, it could be your oven. Do you know people's food tastes different when they make it? In, like, so you can have your grandma cook, you know, dinner at your auntie's house. And it'll taste different just because of the stove. Like, I'm, I'm really yeah. convinced that that makes a huge difference, too. Like, your oven and your stove is what makes, makes the food, difference. too. I can see that. I'm going to tell that. you what my grandma used to cook in that my mama doesn't quite use as often, which I know makes a difference, those cast iron pans, those old mm-hmm. heavy cast iron pans and pots. They mm-hmm. are totally different than these, uh, even the copper and the stainless steel pots. So, like, mama food is good, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, of course, she's using more new school materials to cook with versus grandma, you know, that there's nothing like cornbread in the cast iron pan versus mm. like a regular mess pan. It, it, it just doesn't match. And, yeah, and, and grandma cooks, you know, bake and everything in those cast iron pans. I remember my grandma yep. once, and I didn't even know that this was possible because I know she had bacon pans and bunt pans, but she actually baked a cake and like these cast iron pans and it was delicious. I don't know why she used it, but it was it was great. <laughs> Does she know it was delicious? 
I know, like, when well, my grandma's on sweet potato pie, she used, like, a pound of butter in her mix. And that I think that was her secret. And, you know, most people making it today is going to stay away from butter like that. Like, whoa, <laughs> that's crazy cholesterol, dude. So, um, yeah, there's, definitely there's, method to their madness. There's one dessert that nobody mentioned that literally... I got a, I got my mama got to make one. She makes it good, but she doesn't make it as good as grandma, but she makes a delicious one. Um, banana pudding. Mm-hmm. Everybody my can make banana pudding. Yeah, my dad is a master yeah. of that. And um, I make it, and it's, you know, pretty delicious, but of course, remember, I'm new school. I'll make everything else from scratch, but when it gets out to that meringue, I can't do it, so I'll put whipped cream all on top of it. But, like, I can do everything else, my own homemade pudding and all that stuff. It's, it's totally delicious, but that um, meringue is hard to make because you have to fluff it right, you got to have the right mixer, you got to aerate it right, and otherwise it's not going to turn out right. I, I, I will say this in my household is my mom who did most of the cooking on the holidays and when she passed away a few years ago it was like the day the holidays died like now my dad in Thanksgiving just imagine just the old man just shrugging his shoulders that's my dad on Thanksgiving I don't give a shit anymore so it's like no you know but my mom would start cooking from the day before and she would have to spend most of the day chasing us out of the kitchen because <laughs> we're trying to you know get a little sample and she's just like get out of the kitchen mm-hmm. and I joked about it like when uh, I had a PlayStation when Tomb Raider came out then all of a sudden she was like okay Merce hasn't been in my kitchen all day I better go check on him and make sure he's okay <laughs> you know but mom did all the cooking and then for some years my brother did some of the cooking he got a job at a place called Bayview Meats not too far from where we lived and one year uh he made the turkey and the ham because that's what he had to make on the job you know and he was really good at it you know so and and go figure my, out family <laughs> my, my family is super small so um i don't have a ton of cousins not on my mother's side anyway um you know and then the african side obviously like they they're not thinking about thanksgiving but my my mother's side it was pretty much just her um and then not even, i can't even remember my grandmother cooking thanksgiving i don't think we ever had thanksgiving dinner um my grandmother hosted and cooked everything um so for the most part it would be like my mother and my play aunties, you know her her good girlfriends and we were all like one big family there but um, they would pretty much do all the cooking. And then finally one year it's it's been me. <laughs> like ever like basically once I grew up then, you know, I started helping a little bit more and I posted Thanksgiving a couple of years back, but our family's just so small that it's kind of pointless. Like we yeah. kinda we don't wanna have too many leftovers, you know. Yeah, oh, like we, my we, yeah. Oh, we have leftovers for for at least a week, if not enough people just drop by to eat on Thanksgiving because there's always someone who's going to just drop by oh I was in the neighborhood yeah. on Thanksgiving oh you're having dinner oh I didn't know and then you just, just come by and eat so if not a lot of people come by and do that we'll have leftovers for at least a week and you're talking about like a family of six 
eating off of leftovers yeah. for a week. That's a lot of food, you know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was the same way with us. Um, I don't know if you guys, but we take a leftover turkey and make sandwiches for like three days after Thanksgiving, yeah. three, four days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, um, now my family is huge on both sides. Um, and my dad's family is so mm-hmm. big. They host Thanksgiving every year at um, my aunt's church, at the church hall, because it's so big. I hey. mean, it's probably, it's probably like between, you know, all the, because my grandma, she had like, it was like 10 siblings, and of course they have kids and grandkids and great-grandkids. It's probably like 150 of us there, no lie. And on my mom's side, um, our family is pretty big. You know, we got, we still have four generations, even though my grandma just passed. Still got my granddad and um, eight grandkids, eight great-grands, and uh, then um, all her siblings, which is five of them. So that's pretty big for a house anyway, to have a dinner there. And then we have all of our other cousins that stop by. So one year we um, like rented out like the recreation center to have it there. But yeah, it, it's so big and so much. Literally, there's never any food left. Like if we do have food left, it's gonna just be the turkey because everybody wants to cook a turkey. So it's, yeah. that's all that we're gonna have left is like at least two, three turkeys out of maybe ten turkeys. So yeah. I'll tell you, I, I, I made somebody mad one year because he was talking about, he lived in Florida. Well, his family's from Florida. We were in Maryland at the time. And he was talking about going home to Florida because they, you know, his big family and then they're going to be having, he's like, you know, we're going to have hog maws and pig feet and chitlins. And I just walk up to him as serious as I could. And I was like, you do know that we're free, right? Okay. We don't have to eat that shit anymore. We can eat people food now. You know, yeah. and he got mad at me, but I'm because you know that's his family and that's their tradition. But I'm just like, that's my family in the West Indies. Like when I was there for Christmas one year, that's like you know the the blood pudding and the, the and stuff like that. Like that's their tradition, you know, with uh with family dinners. Like I couldn't eat any of that stuff. Like goat, meat, I I never liked goat meat to begin with. But then when he watched him actually kill the goat to get the goat meat, I don't think I've eaten goat meat since. And that was like. 20 years ago when that when I was there so yeah it's definitely different you know because most of my family's in the West Indies you know so I, I, I don't get to see them at like often at all but when it, when they do I'm just like you know I may need to I may need to order some Chinese food because I can't eat that stuff I'm not into the hog moss and pig's feet and chitlin stuff Oh no, I can't. I can't eat. I don't even meat, let alone pork. I stopped eating pork years back, and I don't see how they continuously eat chitlins and all that kind of stuff. It's just disgusting to me. It's just a part of the pig. Like it literally pushes through the pig excretion. Why are you eating that? It yeah. just. I just can't. I just can't. And then on top of that, yeah, I stopped eating. Pork. I eating pork as well. But if I, I mean, if I was gonna, if I had to succumb to eating pork for whatever reason, it would have to be to a piece of bacon or a pork chop. That's it. But like, I don't understand. Yeah, I never liked chitlins and all the other parts of the pig. I did eat pork. I will agree with Sadie's. It's like, oh, pig shit is disgusting, but you know what? I'll eat the tube that it comes out of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I guess. I mean, you know. Do you? But yeah, I stopped eating back when I was like 16. I remember my mom, she used to cook pork chops and stuff all the time, and it used to give me a headache, and the taste just was nasty. And I said, when I get my first yeah. job, I'm not eating that anymore. So yeah, I just stopped eating it when I was like very young, and I was like, I can't go back to the smell. Country ham in the Waffle House, oh my God, makes me nauseous. I don't know how people eat it. Ugh. Ugh. My mom used to make, uh, she used to make uh, cow foot soup. And then I told my classmates that's what we had, and then they were like, well, why do they call it cow foot soup? And I'm like, because there's cow feet in it. 
<laughs> and, and they usually sell it. Initiating you know? shutdown sequence. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got the Sandman but um no but they used to actually sell them in the store like in the, the quote unquote ethnic stores like just a big old cow foot like wrapped up like it was a pork chop and they just throw it in the soup and cook it up I never ate it because <laughs> I thought that whole concept was disgusting but you know but that's why they call it that West Indians eat uh, eat whatever you can catch. That's just the West Indian way. Yeah. Ricardo, so, um, did you have anything you wanted to share? What was that? Did you have anything you wanted to share? I know. Honestly, uh, I want your perspective on the show. The, the Punisher so so far. Did Did you get a chance to go ahead and binge watch it all the way through, or? Nah, I decided I was going to watch Mindhunter last night, so I watched a couple of episodes of that. I'm kind of wary of watching The Punisher, as I liked the guy when he was with The Walking Dead. I even liked him with that movie when he was with um, that guy who was on House of Cards who followed that 14-year-old. Um, what's his name? Kevin Spacey. What was that? Kevin Spacey. Baby Driver. Yeah, that was a real good movie. Mm. Um, I just don't see him really? in The Punisher. I'm kind of, I'm kind of stuck on... That other guy who did it, who was really good at it. But even then, see, what people fail to realize is that a lot of these people that are fans are locked into the comic book version. And a lot of times it's hard to match up that person with the comic book version. This guy is shorter. He's slimmer. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have the persona to me, the energy of what I see the Punisher as. I can see him as a Punisher villain. I just don't see him as the Punisher. Now, I'm going to watch it, and I probably will start watching it before the weekend's out. But right now, I'm locked into the My Hunter, which is about FBI agents that are interviewing yeah. um, serial killers back in the 70s or 60s or whatever and getting into their heads, trying to figure out new ways on finding out how to stop the menace or find out who's killing all the people who's killing whoever. I'm like maybe four episodes in. I find it to be a very interesting perspective, and it might be because of my background in mental health. And also my background in um, law enforcement, not because and, of and that's <laughs> and that's the main reason. <laughs> I know I was like, that's that's the main reason as to why I wanted you to watch the Punisher because it touched on that a lot with the PTS and the, and the mental condition these these veteran, veterans have. You know they yeah. touch on that a lot, especially the first uh, four episodes. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get to one. I'm gonna watch another couple episodes of My Hunter tonight. I can see myself watching. Um, at least one to two episodes of The Punisher sometime this evening. I can see that. I'm not going to binge watch it. I'll probably do maybe one or two episodes a day for a couple of days. Uh, I'll go ahead and say this. I wanted to watch The Punisher, but then I remember, oh, I didn't finish watching The Defenders yet. And then I said, well, I need to watch (laughs) season two of Daredevil. So I could get what's going on in the defenders. I I gotta start from the beginning Damn, before I watch the punish. I didn't expect you to be yeah, that far. Yeah. yeah, I'm 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 way behind. So well, that, I ain't mad at you. I'm still on season three of Orange Is the New Black. I stopped watching that a couple of years ago. I said, oh shit, there's so much potential in this show. Let me start watching it again. So I just started watching that again. Hmm. Because I was watching shit like Big Mouth. Now, if you ain't seen that, <laughs> okay. I, I just saw like one episode, but it, but it was that it was shit funny. is the funniest shit ever. Hilarious. I'm gonna probably watch that bitch again, and I never watch anything twice. Hmm. If I can find more cartoons like that, I'll become animation fan all over again. 
Uh, they say this horseman Jack might be kind of funny, so I'm gonna try to check that out and see what that's about. It's okay. The what the BoJack Horseman? Yeah, I watched yeah, a couple yeah. of episodes. It was alright. Okay. okay. I'm not saying don't watch it. I'm just saying like I no, didn't I'm find saying, it yeah, as funny I'm, as I'm I found it. I'm gonna see what's cracking with it. You know what I'm saying? They had yeah. like five seasons, so if it is good, it'll yeah. keep me in tune for a while. I don't do the anime or nothing like that, so I can't get into those kind of cartoons. I was trying to see if somebody had drawn together. I don't know why. I, there was a joke from drawing together that I, that I thought about. And I was like, I wonder if drawing together is still on. And uh, I mean, not, I mean, it's been canceled for years, but uh, Netflix used to have it. They don't have it anymore. And Hulu doesn't have it. I guess they're too highbrow for that sort of thing. <laughs> oh, and watch Brickleberry if you get a chance. That show is hilarious too. If you like an, the animated stuff. What's the called? Uh, Netflix still has Brickleberry. it. Brickleberry. Brickleberry. It's very it. adult though, so just make sure the kids aren't in the room. <laughs> For the love of God, make sure the kids aren't in the room. Those are going to have to be answering a lot of questions. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Oh, that's what I say. All right, well, that concludes. Oh, there's one more thing I wanted to say before we conclude. We still got a couple minutes. Um, there's a town, in, there's a fire department in North Carolina that refuses to pull down their. Um, the Confederate flag and the county said they're going to pull funding if they continue to fly because it's causing too much hatred in the community. And the fire department uh, out of Montgomery County indicated, nah, we're not going to pull it down. We don't see it as that. And if we don't get the funding, we don't get the funding. Now, the county said they'll, they'll continue to pay for the gas for the, um, for the um, vehicles, but that's all they're willing to do as long as they fly this Confederate flag over their, their fire department. Now, isn't that interesting that you'll hold on to hate so much just to lose your paycheck and your funding? You know, it's volunteer fire. Well, you, they don't get paid like that. You, so you know what I'm saying. Which is true, but you got to understand, a lot of people, which is ignorant to me, they want to place it, oh, it's not hate, it's heritage. Um, if you're still flying the Confederate flag, you're on the side of those who wanted to keep slavery intact during the Civil War. So, of course, it's hate. Um they don't even think back to what happened to the people behind that flag and all of the people that were still enslaved at that time before the North won the war. So, yeah, it's hatred, but if you want to hold on to it, be my guest. And if you're willing to lose money over it, this is what's going to happen. This gets, they're going to lose a lot more than money in the long run. Yeah. It's funny. It's, I mean, these are the same people that probably protest. I was going to say, these are probably the same people who protest what they don't like, you know, by buying Kaepernick's jersey and then burning it. So, I mean, I can't into their mindsets because I'm not going to understand it. I'm going to draw myself crazy trying to. Um, and But even beyond that, the things that they do understand are, or that they proclaim to understand are concepts like loyalty and patriotism. And that flag is the true definition of treason. So, even beyond talking about hate or heritage versus hate, I mean, my nigga, like, y'all was trying to steal from the union. That is being a traitor. Like, what the not, fuck are we talking really, about? They don't really consider themselves niggas. We'll call them something else. <laughs> but that's a valid point. <laughs> I mean, you know, that's some nigga shit. It's, it's, it's like, a direct reflection <laughs> of treason. So you are uh, treason. People are nah, beheaded. You are assassinated for treason. So if that's, I mean, I feel like that's that's a message that that people need to start focusing on right, because I feel like language, you know. So 
Like, let's not even talk about heritage because they don't understand passionate people. So they're not going to think about about that. Let's not even talk about the racism. Let's talk about that flag is a representation of uh, states that seceded from the country. And that is a direct, that is the most ultimate definition of treason. But America is a byproduct of treason as they got away from England in such a way. Absolutely, and they, they don't look at it that way. I, I, I feel like, um, just when we talk about heritage, I really feel like Caucasian people, European, the original Europeans, whatever you want to call them, they really don't look at their heritage as what everyone else sees it as. They have literally done everything negative to get to where they are. I'm sorry, I, I'm not trying to be funny, it may sound bad, but I would just have no pride in being a white person without the negativity of their heritage. That proud to be white thing. They kill people. They you know, mm-hmm. like treat all over the country. They just they they haven't gained anything or accomplished anything on their own without you know whether it be hatred or killing. And that's it. You know what? I, I saw a video. One of my friends posted a video, and it was uh, a white guy in a in a Make America Great Again hat, and he was trying to argue that it wasn't slaves that built this country; it was the Irish. And, I, and, and, and you know, I, I, I revert to my 1970s self. I was just like, fuck is you talking about job turkey? Like, I was like, what the hell are you? What? That revisionist history is the type of thing that makes people believe that slaves were just undocumented workers. Or that right. slavery was about states' rights as opposed to, oh, you're enslaving another human being and making them work for free. You know? Exactly. And I, I remember history lessons in school. I swear they sugarcoated the shit out of what they taught us about slavery. And it's like when you, you know, became an adult and finally find that, started finding out the truth, I'm like, what? Right, oh God, they, right. It's yeah. crazy. Like, I, I'm a and then, of that. I, think the reason, I think the reason they hold on to the hatred and the, um, the genocide and everything that they've done so much is because, sadly, it's what's given them their power and, and you know, power in numbers. Otherwise, they wouldn't have anything else to hold on to. If each and every one of those who were filled with hatred right now let go and came over to the other side to understand those minorities and everyone else, I to this this country would be a totally different place if they let go of that hatred and that that uh, supremacy. But they can't do it because they know they'll fall down. Actually, we're on a verge in the United States anyway of them becoming a minority, and they're not happy with that. The nationalists and the supremacists aren't happy with that. I think that's why there's a huge well, roar in racism right now. James Bowen, sorry, yeah, I was just going to say, like, James Bowen, like, pretty much wrapped it up. When white people say, give me liberty and give me death, they look at that as, like, such an empowering thing, but, I mean, once a black man says it, it's, it's a threat. It's not the same thing. We we can't be fighting for noble causes. We can't be fighting for things that matter um, just because they don't understand that they don't want to understand it. We've been fighting for so much for so long. I mean, I mean, we we we've crossed you know certain, but we're still fighting battles all over the place. It's still a huge war here for us to fight. And I'm not even gonna get get deep into this topic. Then you know, black women and the whole feminism whole thing. You know, the last thing as black women we need to be fighting for. You know, is women rights when our black rights aren't even intact. So I mean, we can we can fight for women's rights once we get the black thing right. Once you know, the everyone starts to do right, society starts to do right by black people. But that's a totally different topic for another day. I I, I think we should address that on she said she said. But uh, yeah, definitely. 
a, a fight that needs to be put on until black people can get it right. And I will say, I know totally off topic, but I, I think somebody mentioned it on, uh, on on the Urban Breakdown page, the Chrisette Michelle song, mm-hmm. the uh, the Black Lives Matter thing. I like that song. Like, I like I that know, song too, but I don't want to like it because I got to be a hater towards her because of that Trump shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what? I, I, I said, when I'm going to listen to this song, I'm just going to put it all aside and just listen to the song. And I'm like, I like this song. And it's been a long time since I liked an R&B song. But I was like, like I like this. You know, and then I just decided to put all that whole Trump thing aside. I'm like, you know, I figured she's already taking an L for it. There's no need for me to push her face in the mud. But the big thing is, she only did that song for people to be like, oh, she loves us. No, fuck that. You shouldn't have fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Now, you know, I will say what, see, what happened with Chrisette Michelle where she fucked up is that people warned her. It's not like she just made a rash decision and. Oh, and then like people had a backlash and then she was able to apologize after it like people told her like bitch we are not supporting you if you go and do this and yep. she she ignored everybody so that's <laughs> a little because like we tried to tell your ass before all of this this whole thing could have been avoided but the fact yep. that she ignored it didn't really fan base it was like well the fuck you too make a soft behind a hard head make a soft behind and now that ass getting tap 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 and your money funny you know what i'm saying west coast comfort for life you know what it's like robert townsend said in, in hollywood shuffle if you need to work is work at the post office like you don't have to work for trump and then just think like hey hey what's up y'all no look at oj ain't nobody feeling oj he got out of prison. You think he got a party? Nope. But I ain't mad at him. See, the thing is, I don't even buy music no more. I say I have a, I have a, I stream. I stream through Spotify, Pandora, YouTube Red. Yeah. And YouTube Red is the thing to get if you don't want commercials and you want to see um, exclusive online content as well as download music playlists and videos to your um, smart devices. But that's neither here nor there. That's just nine ninety nine. This promo. I mean, it's, it's commercial. <laughs> we did a commercial for MoviePass.com earlier. Now we're doing one for YouTube Red. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, and that's that. I also, like to do one more commercial. Um, download the app Countable. Countable. C O U N T A B L E. In order to stay engaged with what's going on in the political realm and know what's going on and interact with people or get people's perspectives regarding what's going on in politics. It is an app thoroughly approved by the program Politrix. Yes, and 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 if I may, if you have, uh, if you tell them where you live. It tells you what bills your uh, the lawmakers in your area are voting on, and then how they voted on that. And then you can get, and you can actually even jump in and give your opinion on on that law itself. So I, I had one of the lawmakers email me directly thanking me for my response and how it influenced his decision to vote a certain way. Now I think he was just, he was probably lying. He probably voted the way he wanted to vote. I mean, he probably going to vote that way anyway. But just the fact that he engaged with me, it's a good way to engage with these political playmakers in a way that we didn't have access to them or didn't have readily access to them in the past. It gives you the option of emailing them, mailing them by um, letter, um, phone calls, and interacting with them via social media. 
And that's Countable, C-O-U-N-T-A-B-L-E, available on the iPhone App Store, as well as Google Play, as well as the Microsoft um, Windows Store, whatever that's called. Who the hell uses those phones? Anyone? <laughs> they probably have a Zoom. <laughs> no, I have one. I just It's in a closet. I haven't picked it up in years because I feel like it's pointless. I, I could do the same thing with smarter phones. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, I would, except that my the battery on my phone sucks. So if I go to the gym and I and I do half hour on a treadmill, <laughs> I've already lost like forty percent of my phone battery. Listen to Spotify, so mm-hmm. that's why I said to pay for such um, apps when you can download a playlist. And I recommend YouTube Red for that because YouTube Red not only gives you access to YouTube, it gives you access to Google Play, which has the same playlist as all the other major. Contenders, with the exception of um, the one y'all like by Jay Z. What's that shit called? Title. 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 Like <laughs> we get them a week or two later. So what's the use of paying nineteen ninety nine when I can just pay what I pay and I'm gonna see the video in a week anyway? With some exceptions like concerts, but I don't even care for concerts like that. I'd rather see a concert in person. Yeah, I, I don't buy concert albums. I used to get them for free when I used to work at the record store, but. I don't care how much I like you as a band. I'm not gonna pay to hear to hear your concert unless you like the, the Grateful best, Dead or something. I don't even like one the Grateful of the Dead. best things of living in the RDU is that we have readily access to all kinds of concerts. If not here, as close as Greensboro, what a 45 minute drive, 60 minute drive maybe. Uh, definitely like an hour and change. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they, they get amazing shows down there. We get okay ones. We get some good ones. But they get amazing shows down there. They say your boy was just down there, I think, last night or the night before, Jay Z. He was in Charlotte. He was definitely oh, in Charlotte, okay, sir. Okay, okay. Oh, my bad, my bad. But that's two hours. Two hours <laughs> of some change. You know what I'm saying? I love I wanted to see Jay so bad. Oh, God, I wanted to see him so bad. Like, I, you have no idea, but I had to work. And I actually forgot about the whole tour. And I'm just like, ah. And the tickets were but outrageous. Hello. I thought, well, <laughs> see, because I got the Made in America experience, so I was good. Once he announced that tour, I was like, well, I'm going to see him in Made in America. It's probably going to be the same set list. I'm good. Mm-hmm. And I left it at that. And I felt like the yeah, value was better at Made in America. You get way more acts. It's not just the Jay-Z show. I'm definitely going to catch um, so bad. Yeah, next year. I just made love in it. America. Uh, and I'm going to do the Roots um, picnic. I'm gonna fuck with that in Philly. That's on my list. Like I've I've gone, um, but I would like to go again. But mm-hmm. yeah, this year was a year for me to go. Well, then you did so much. You went to Bagai, Bagai, whatever that place is called. You did this year. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do have a lot. I had a lot on my agenda this 2018, year. 2018, I got to do some things because I've, I've been. I've not been as focused on me as much as the business this year. It's time to balance it out a little bit. So that's what that is. So the last couple of weeks of the year, I'm going to recalibrate, get my shit together for my 2018 plan. And it's not going to be no, what they call it, resolutions or anything. It's going to be a definitive game plan with the overall goals and the steps to get there and the checklist and timetable to get there. And it's going to be an amazing year. I, I did not focus on anything like that this year as I was just basically getting through day by day. But 2018, oh, we're going to make some things happen, Captain. I promise you. <laughs> I, I, I'm holding you through that, Blue. If I see you fucking up, I'm calling you out. Just I, so I, you I, need, I need accountability. I respect accountability. 
but I promise you, oh man, I'm doing. I mean, even on the on the, on the personal side, on the personal businesses, you know, definitely get into this television realm. I got to make that happen. Gonna go ahead and fit, start working on these these films, these short films, and start working again with um, Felicia Rivers Aguichi One and solidifying their film industry as it's floundering at times. Um, do my own thing here in the RDU as there's stories to be told through our perspective that need to be told and that we're not necessarily getting the voice to um, get it out there, but we have the means to do it. We have the Vimeo, we have the YouTube, we have the television shows that support us. It's just a matter of us getting ourselves together to get the product out there, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Our story is often silenced in media. But yeah, we see all kind of crazy scenarios from the Caucasians and their media companies. What about our stories? I think one of the most telling eye-openers for me was when I saw Moonlight. That was a story that I never would have saw from black media. And it was the most telling, beautiful story. And ain't no gay in me, but that story was real in that way. You know what I'm saying? A perspective that we really don't see. And that concludes this episode of 360 Degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this song by Michelle Cassette talking about Black America. <laughs> <laughs>